That's stupid. That is stupid. That fucking shot with the dude with the gloves and the the spray (laughs) bottles. They couldn't have done like a dropper, a jar, or yeah, like an eyedropper. Why was it a a squeegee bottle of poison? (laughs) Because in their brains, the 70s brains, they're like, that's futury, futury is spray, but you don't drop things into things. We got sprays now. If I ever make a movie that has poisoning in it, that's going to be the first reference that I make. Black glove with squeegee bottle, just spraying it into Very loud, too. Anyway. Folks, welcome to Track to the Holodeck. I'm Jan. I'm Darius. And I'm Dylan. And here on Track to the Holodeck, we are the only podcast on planet Earth, probably in the universe, unless there are, in fact, smart aliens out there making podcasts that do a podcast specifically focused on the holodeck and holodeck episodes. I'm going to go with the uh, standpoint here that um, we are a simulation and there is a simulation that also is doing a Star Trek podcast on the holodeck because if we are alone in the universe, that's unlikely. But if there's a smart civilization out there, then they've probably done this. You probably. think? You think there's, I, I would assume that they're a little smarter than we are. And are just Look, like, this is useless. In the would- words of Gene Roddenberry, poorly paraphrased, infinite <laughs> possibilities and infinite in combinations or something. <laughs> infinite. Infinite. Uh, so that's going to be our merch. We're going to have that on a t-shirt. Infinite uh, possibilities <laughs> in infinite, infinite. And then it's going to be like uh, Gene Roddenberry paraphrased Loosely by- quoted. <laughs> Loosely that's quoted, an, like Dash loosely quoted Gene Roddenberry. That's a, as an actor, number one thing you don't want to do is paraphrase Gene Roddenberry. Never. Ever. I, I kind of want to make some merch. I know that it will probably lose us money because we yes. still don't have a huge following, but I would love to make some merch and do some like giveaways. Like that's just for awesome. us. I'll wear our shirt. I would love that. I would love to have something to wear that people go, what is that? That you like it so much that you wear. It's like, oh, well, it's my own podcast. I'm, right, I'm wearing merch for my own podcast. I, I will buy 25 <laughs> Niners jerseys that on the back say number one holodeck episode ever. And you guys don't have to wear them, uh, but I will. Oh, man. I'll wear all Brilliant. 25 of them at once. Brilliant. Uh, guys, we also rate these episodes, but obviously this week we're we're not doing a show that had the holodeck in it, right? Yes. We're we're doing our monthly. I think we've we've loosely said we were going to do a monthly episode like Ish. this, where we take yeah. the original series and we take episodes from the original series that have stuff in it that we think probably would have taken place in the holodeck <clears throat> if they had the holodeck. Yeah, and then we'll just Should do have the been. episode, and I guess we can rate it or whatever we want to do. Yeah. Well, like we'll rate it like we did with uh, short leaf. So, so this one is conscience of the King, the Ooh. original series, season one, episode 13. Woo. Yeah. Uh, does somebody yeah. have the seatbelt thing planned out or. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> sit in your desk chair. 
Right. Uh, And then it's it's a desk chair that is modeled after a race car chair. So you have a seatbelt in it just in case you get a little too crazy when you're playing them video games. Them video games. So get in your car seat in front of your (laughs) computer. Put your seatbelt on. Uh, You know, uh, press the clutch in. Right, because you have it a into clutch. First. You have a clutch that, that controls whether or not you can use your mouse on your computer because you when you're playing those video <laughs> games, you know you, you move it around a little too much. So you yeah, gotta so push that clutch. <laughs> push that clutch and <clears throat> grab okay. grab your hand, put it on your mouse, and zoom that cursor over to the podcast app. Open it up right. and go to the show that's called <laughs> We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Guys, I'm not going to lie. That was maybe our a third worst. of the way through that, <laughs> I zoned out. I uh, saw your episode, eyes. My experience of the episode as well. <laughs> your eyes just glaze over. That was the most judgmental eye glaze I think we've gotten from you, Jan. Where me and Darius were having a grand ass time, and you were just like, "God, fucking shit." At least we're not again. wearing. At least we're not wearing like a life aquatic outfit, Jan. Hey, hey, I fucking this deliberately. I asked for the, a red beanie from my friend's mother when she asked, "What color do you want? Like, what do you want me to knit red. for you?" I'm like, "Red beanie, like Life Aquatic. This is this is your template. Execute." <laughs> so yes, I am wearing a red cap, but no speedo. But you are wearing a Life light aquatic. blue aqua, it's an aqua shirt. It's an aqua green. It's an aqua green. Yeah. It's my favorite movie from high school. It's good. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Great movie. It's one of, it's one of my favorite Wes Anderson films. Yeah, it's, it's definitely my favorite. And I can acknowledge that it may not be his best, but it's my favorite. Who gives a fuck what right. his best is? Who gives yeah. a shit? I yeah. think it was a tabby. <laughs> oh, I thought you were quoting. Okay. All right. I know a lot about that movie. Okay. <clears throat> Conscience of the King. Conscience so you know what's so confusing about this is two or three episodes before this in the first season of the original series, there's an mm-hmm. episode called Dagger of the Mind. But this one is called Conscience of the King, which is a Hamlet reference. But they're p- doing Macbeth at the beginning of this episode right? with the dagger, which is the dagger of the mind. What the fuck? Because there's a dagger of the mind speech in Macbeth. <laughs> But it's like there was just a day where everybody in the original series writer's room was like remembering grade school or, or whenever they read <laughs> there were, you know, Shakespeare. What are the most famous Shakespeare monologues? Let's put them in the episode titles. Yeah. Let's right. then reuse episodes. them right. later. Yeah. But they got it mixed up and they like called this episode. The wrong one. Uh, the, the wrong one. Because they don't know too Shakespeare late. that well. They don't. No. They just no. like the vibe. Right. They just right. like the vibe and the costumes. It's a good well, vibe. Conscious of the King was aired on 8th of December, 1966, and it was season one, episode 13, but if you're watching it on Netflix uh, before they take it off, because they're going to take it off soon, it's going to be episode 14. Yeah. Right, because of the cage and 
the original pilot, right? Which I don't know thing. if Paramount Plus does that or not. I don't know. I'm really sad. I, I know we I'll talked have about to this find out. last yeah. time about it being off of Netflix, but I just realized that Star Trek has been on Netflix as long as I have been alive with streaming Netflix. Really? Has I it always so. been on Netflix? It's always been there. Streaming. Since I've been using Netflix. Because I had yeah. to go to Amazon to, to watch TNG. I do okay. remember there was a time when I had to watch I don't it think Amazon. I don't think Netflix had all of, uh, uh. of Star Trek. I think they ended up getting all of Star Trek with the signet the thing they signed with Paramount when Discovery came out. And that's when they were like, we'll get really? it all now. Yeah. Yeah. They had bits and bits. Uh, bundle deal. Yeah. They're like, put it all in the cart. Fuck it. I just need to get all the Star Trek. And we I, I remember here. watching this back in like 2013. Yeah, like when I first started college, it was on there. Yeah, TNG was. But not yeah. like, I don't think like Voyager and, and that stuff. I don't know. Anyway, it's a damn shame. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say this about episode, it. Even though we all pay for Paramount Plus in a way. Right, right, right. In a way. In a way. In a way. In a matter of speaking. We split in a it. way. We split it. We split it. All three of us split it. Speaking of. We split it. I. <laughs> so, wait. Your parents are also on the account, right? Uh, I gave but, it to them at one point, yes. Right. But I put my name in as Lopec yeah. with Aang from Avatar right. as I my icon. <laughs> I love it. And I'm just wondering, like... A person would have it, uh, your parents listen to the podcast, right? right? So I guess they know who Lopec yeah. is. But yeah. it's just like absurd. Random. Uh, <laughs> I think I gave times. my parents the account like when I first signed up Paramount. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I doubt that they use it ever. <laughs> I mean, look, now it's going to be where all Avatar stuff is and all Star Trek stuff right. is, and that's Are they pretty, taking Avatar off of Netflix too? Oh, I don't know. That might be a big mistake because I think right. the quarantine, the pandemic, and Avatar like same by with Star Trek, same with TNG. Perfectly. TNG yeah. that was like a lot of people got into it. Here's the thing about Paramount Plus and every streaming service that starts when they announce it, everyone's like, "Fuck you, this is dumb," and then they start taking all their shit, and then you're like, "Well, Paramount's mm-hmm. got a pretty good selection of movies." Yeah, I'm does, not gonna uh, lie. The it's crazy like, thing that they don't realize though. And they have to realize it. They have to know this. But if you look at the statistics, pirating and torrenting things is going back up. Yeah. Like it's happening more and more now because everyone is taking their stuff and they're putting it behind a paywall. And like you used to be able to just get Netflix and have a lot of stuff. And now it's like I have to pay for Paramount Plus. Like It's cable again. You're paying. It's become a a pain in the ass. So people are going to steal. I don't have to torrent things anymore because I've got a guy. I have. What? F- friends <laughs> that have a Plex, which is like a sh- big streaming, st- like it's your own uh, Netflix yeah. that you can put your like your own movie files on and stream them. And whenever I can't find a movie, I just text him like, "Hey man, do you guys have this on your Plex?" And he's like, "Yep," and he just sends me a link. What? So I don't even need to deal with. So we need it. to yeah, it's incredible. Need to your guy is what you're saying. <laughs> but surely, like you know, the thing is with the guy system. Somebody is paying the overhead of maintaining a server computer right. on all the time. Right. Well, going to the library and burning copies of DVDs. Well, because that's the what they're is, doing. Well, no, the thing is, is all three of the, there's three people on this this plex, uh-huh. and all three of them used to work at a movie theater with them. So they all have no. throughout throughout the time. I've probably no. had lots of movies that you know they've grabbed. Are you so, telling me that they're 
Did you just stealing we, the digital copies? Right. We got to take this out of the podcast. <laughs> no, nobody's stealing story. digital copies. I'm, I don't okay. know who these people are. Yeah. I even who? name names. <laughs> I don't know. What, 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 is, what is the FCC going to go on here who, and be like, okay, let me Dylan, scan tomorrow, this guy's Facebook account morning, and find out all the people who Dylan, have worked tomorrow in a movie morning, theater I'm gonna be in some. I'm going to be in some unmarked room down in like Guatemala <laughs> and FCC is going to be torturing me for names and I'm not going to have names. <laughs> and I don't finally, have names either. They're gonna they're gonna leave the room, and then the door's gonna open up again. And a guy wearing a Viacom CBS yeah. patch on his uniform is like, "So, did I hear you? So, you were having account? a bit of a yuck yuck, huh? <laughs> so you got a little bit of a scam going did on. I hear a you little were sharing an account. <laughs> oh, shame on you! Shame, 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 shame. shame. Should I turn this well, light so on? Sorry, things at the <laughs> <laughs> if my guy. Is listening. I'm so sorry to have outed you as a person on planet Earth his bags. that has torrented things before. So sorry. He's on his way to Argentina or right. some country that doesn't he, extradite he just grabbed to his go bag And he's like, it's like if if the heat's around the corner, the FCC's on my not willing to drop everything in 30 seconds or less. His three Ajit. large hard drives that have all the movies on them and thrown them in a bag and Ajit hopped on a plane to Cuba Ajit or something. Is, is on my tail with his giant Reese's cup. Reese's mug. <laughs> You look at the FCC, uh, not the FCC, the, 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 the TSA, and it's just <laughs> putting it, it in becomes, its own separate bin. It becomes Catch Me If You Can, where Dylan's guy is Leonardo DiCaprio, and Ajit Pai with his giant Reese's cup is Tom Hanks. Just chasing him down. Oh and my, my guy's going from movie theater to movie theater, gr- grabbing digital files from, from the projectors. <laughs> So this is the only Star Trek holodeck podcast where we go on incredible tangents. Yeah. Guys, let's Anyway, be we are a Star Trek focused podcast, but we are a comedy podcast first and a nerd podcast second. We it's should like start marketing ourselves. It's like you mostly eat vegetables, right. but when you go to the KFC, you get the bucket of chicken. Exactly. We, hey, we should just start marketing ourselves as a, a comedy nerd podcast. Just completely strip all, all Star everything Trek. Star Trek except for from all our of name. our content is Star except Trek. Except for all of our <laughs> Star Trek content. Once, once we finish all holodeck pe- episodes, which at this point will be could be like a hundred I don't know. We'll, we, we don't know how yeah. how deep this goes, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I can't wait for the episode that we uh, have inevitably one day where we're like, all right, what episode we're we doing next? And then Jan goes into our like thing, and I does, can't like, find one. Guys, I have, we've watched every episode. I don't. Some bad news. I don't think we, we have anymore. <laughs> and then we have wasted the last episode on because knowing knowing our dumbass, we, we don't plan. We anything. won't have planned the final episode. We'll just be like no. sitting there searching for fifteen minutes, going like, I don't think there's any more holiday. I really don't think there's any more holiday. What, what about the one with the Vulcans? No, no, we, we did, did that, that one. one. <laughs> the other one. No, we did that. We did the other we one did too. The other one too. Once we get to that point, though, we ha- we know what the last episode of this podcast is going to be, and I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. Right. But we know exactly right. what episode that is. Yeah, and it's the last episode of a certain yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it then is. that sub- subsequent that whole series, right? And then right. that whole series. So we, then- <laughs> we definitely have to uh, plan that in some way, I guess. <laughs>
We just have to do all the stuff in the middle first. We'll yeah. we'll get there when we get there. We all right, really I'm gonna read some. We, yeah, we really can't start this episode, can we? <laughs> I'm gonna read it's some credits for this. I'm gonna read yeah. some credits for this. We this is written by Barry Trivers, directed by Jared Oswald, and the music was done by a newbie, a new friend of ours, Ooh. Joseph Mullendore. Joseph Mullendore. Mullendore. Welcome to Mullendor. the Welcome to the Hall of Compose. The start. The trek to the holodeck Hall of Composers. Joe, Hall of Composers. Where your animatronic will open its mouth and play some of your music. <laughs> Joey, Jolie Mullen. Joey Mullen. Jo- Joey Mole. Jo- uh, Joey Moles. Jo- Joey Moles. Joey Moles. Joey Moles. Joey's you know Moles. What? So I think that we're not going to probably talk about this episode Too very much. much. No. Um, <laughs> but, so, but there's wonderful amounts of trivia about this episode. All right. Um, and one of my favorite bits is a Joey Moles uh, related because when they're on the, and we'll do a recap in a second, but where, when they're on planet Q hanging out at the after party from the play the cocktail yeah. party, the cocktail yeah. party. Bumping. There is a lounge band that is playing the Star Trek theme music. <laughs> Did you guys notice this? Are you serious? So it is canon that the Star Trek theme is just a song of like the twenty third century. <laughs> yeah. I it's, love that would be like of- if in Star Wars, the Cantina song dang, was just yeah. a jazzy dang, version dang, of Star Wars theme song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys are good. Yeah. These guys are great. These guys slaps. I love this. This guy's awesome. Love this. I also love that in this future, uh, Mm -hmm. cocktail, snazzy cocktail parties are like uh, universal. Or, yeah, Yeah. just like all throughout the universe. Like, oh, we're having a sick cocktail party with a cool jazz band. Oh, Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely be there for sure. We're three years off course. We stop, but yeah. Yeah. We're three years off course. (laughs) Three light years off course. Oh man. Uh, man. All right. Um, let's do the quick recap. 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 Okay. All right. This week on this week on uh where we recap the show in 30 minutes or less, our contestant is going to be Jan. Jan. Hey, 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 hey. Jan. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Is there a All timer? Right. I'm uh, working on it. Ready. We are when you are. Kirk and an old friend, Thomas Slayton, are watching a production of Macbeth when Thomas Slayton's like, hey, that's the dude who killed 4,000 people on the planet we used to hang out on. Then the rest of the episode is a big mystery because people who also were witnesses to this massacre keep dying. We all think it's this actor who is supposed to be Kodos, but it turns out it's actually his daughter who Kirk was hitting on the whole time, of course. Uh, and uh, yeah, so she kills her dad and it's very Shakespearean, but it's also a big time snoozer nobody bangs (laughs) i oh you nailed he bang i I thought kirk and her might have probably it was a pending bang situation for kirk i think he's like we'll figure out your dad's situation first but but later down yeah i i really loved how you started that off because it made me think uh, one, imagine sitting in a small black box theater on a different planet in yeah. a city and just being like, so Macbeth's really good, am I right? And somebody turns to you and says, Shh. that guy look an awful lot like Hitler to you? 
Yo, don't freak out, but like, just listen to him closely. Remember when we both saw Hitler before he died? I remember when we both saw Hitler. Doesn't that look like Hitler? I don't know. The facial hair is off a little bit. I mean, he looks Mm. older than Hitler was 20 years ago. Definitely not him. No way. And I don't remember Hitler being a Shakespearean actor. And then imagine imagine spending 40 minutes of your life sitting there. And just, <laughs> just 40 minutes of your life watching the rest of that play. Like, and not thinking about it like, at all. Like, as Kirk's just like right, told him to fuck right. off. Like, <laughs> like he gave it to him early on in the play, and then he had to watch yeah. the rest of the play. And this guy's sitting there like, I can't like, believe he doesn't think that looks like Hitler. Basically, what happened? Is, I told here. you before intermission. <laughs> Kirk was he just, just killed Duncan. <laughs> he just killed Kirk was just too much of a horn dog. Where he's like, "Hey, yeah. does that look like Hitler?" He's like, "Check out that one over there. He, she's super hot." And he's like, this is Shakespeare "No, dude, play, so. this guy like genocide." But check out mm-hmm. her, dude. She's but super hot. Not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't really paying a lot of attention to Hitler over there. I was yeah. checking out Eva Braun. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, and then he gets back to he gets back to his Damn apartment, it. the ship, and he's like sitting there. He goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." Shit. Um, Google uh, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, he looked like Hitler. Like, he looked like Hitler. Show me pictures of Hitler. <laughs> okay, and show me pictures of. And also, by the way, and the he, name is not that different. No. no. <laughs> show me Kodos. Okay. Cool. And show me Caridian. 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 Yeah, okay. No. Can Honestly, you print out both of their photos, please? Because they're like. One's facing left and one's facing right. I just don't think that they probably are the same. What they didn't show is the computer being like adjusting and just showing them side by side. Right. He's like, okay, but the facial hairs are different. Adjusting. Different okay. Adjusting. I like to imagine too that this was partially um, Kirk going like, I really don't want to have to deal with this. And like his brain is making the like, nah, they don't look alike, but he knows they look alike. But he's like, ah, if I take this on, it's going to, I'm going to. Such a big deal. It's going to be such a big deal. <laughs> there were only like five of us who saw him. I, if I remember and correctly, then, <laughs> maybe a dozen of us who saw him. Somehow, of the eight thousand people on this colony, only six people and know he's never, what he looks like. He's never had a conversation <laughs> with the like ensign or whatever on his ship. Wait, I got a question about like, this. <laughs> Does does he send that poor bastard down to engineering just because he doesn't want him to see that guy? Yes, yes, yes. So for those listening, there's a Lieutenant Riley who is Kirk sends on a graveyard <laughs> ship in the engineering because he's like, look, all the people who saw Kodos are getting killed, so I'm just gonna isolate this guy alone in a room to protect him. Is Kirk's sounds, weird logic? It sounds oh an God. awful lot like he was trying to protect. The mass, the the killer, who's yeah. like, you <laughs> definitely don't want to see that guy. I recognize him, but I don't want you to recognize him. The fact that Kirk doesn't tell Spock <clears throat> is insane to me. Well, yeah. The fact that Kirk it's- tries to keep this under wraps from literally his entire senior staff. I'm like, yeah, Kirk, you can tell Spock. Spock's not going to go immediately to this guy and be like, you're Kronos, right? Well, like, it's Kodos. Kodos, and yes. whatever. Kodos. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm totally not him. I'm Kodos. not Kodos. Because Kirk wants to be the one that walks in and goes, you're Kodos, right? <laughs> well, even just, in that, yeah. He's too Go starstruck ahead. by his his lady. He He's just too much of a horny guy. Kirk is just too horny all the he's, time. He's so yeah, distracted horny. constantly. This episode features so much Philip's Hue lighting. 
<laughs> for different rooms. Love it so Do you much. notice that? The observation yeah, lounge. Absolutely. By the way, this is the first and only time you ever see the Enterprise observation, la- observation deck mm-hmm. in all of Star Trek. Uh, is definitely like he, right outside the door, put like cool green mood. <laughs> cool green. Cool green. Engineering is on cool red mode. Uh, right. There's a quote unquote rec room in this episode, but it's okay. not the rec room where does people it, are just chilling. Does Aurora just play music? Is that her yeah. only function on this show? Because like she picks up the phone and, and she's she plays the secretary. Music. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love when they're on the observation deck and she's like, Did you make the lighting soft just for me? And he's like, No. <laughs> If I had, I would have put some cool music on. He's just like pressing play, like on Spotify, frantically. Why aren't you fucking connecting? I don't know. He's just like, on the ship, we do this so that people's circadian rhythms don't get thrown off. One second. Spock, can you turn the lights down on the whole ship? And then she's like logically like, but yeah, but don't you have multiple shifts? <laughs> Excuse me one sec. I just have to go uh, check something outside. He like pops his head out. Hey, where are those flowers? I need those flowers right now. <laughs> Come on, Duncan. <laughs> what did you do on your shift today? I helped Kirk hit on somebody. It was really weird. I didn't, I actually didn't like it. It felt weird. I didn't like any of it. Yeah. You know, like It felt very awkward. I couldn't well, I take my, I didn't. About. I didn't want to see it, but I couldn't take my eyes off the whole situation. He had me hiding in the corner. It was really weird. He was just like, <laughs> just in case, just in case I need something. Just he didn't specify need- what. <laughs> and then he, oh God, he made eye contact with me while they were like, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> That's such a Kirk move. It'd be like, hey, uh, Ensign, would you hide under that plant in the corner of the room while I try to put the moves on this lady? And then like mid makeout Make sesh, like look at the Ensign and be like, hey, and like look at wink. This. Wink. <laughs> And he's uh, like, oh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, I don't even know who to talk oh. to about this. There's no HR on this ship. I told Spock, and he's like, I don't know. Mating rituals are strange. <laughs> I, I told McCoy. I asked about HR, and they like talked to Kirk about it. I can't talk to the boss. The boss yeah. can't be HR. He's the one. The who- boss cannot be HR. <laughs> he's the problem. <laughs> he's the one who abused this situation. I can't talk to him. him? What did he do? Well, he winked at me while I was kissing the lady. He made me be in the room. (laughs) Uh, That's awful. Seriously fucked up. I hope Kirk would never do that to somebody. Um, Interesting bit of trivia. I think we can all say, by the way, I'll speak for myself, but not a great episode. No. You know what? Great premise. Great premise. Yeah, I want to defend this a little bit because the last 10 minutes... When uh-huh. it's revealed that the the lady the the daughter of the bad guy uh, has been like murdering all these people because she's like I want you to be free Papa uh, <laughs> Papa Hitler <laughs> Papa I want you to be free is actually a really rad premise and I was like yeah. this is awesome she's great she's like nuts she's like so far in this and he's sad because he right. fucked up also honestly. Great I would premise. love I would love to see that as a series arc on Discovery. I thought the same thing. That's I was like, one Give me this thing stuff. where I'm like, that's a Discovery season I could fuck with, probably. 
Imagine a whole season. This is a whole season whole arc season where they, arc. they pick up an acting troupe from some planet. This is like season nine. If they right. ever get to nine seasons, this is their like, all right, let me just take that episode and make it a whole 10, 10 episodes. Pick it's up an tenor. acting troupe for some weird planet and then like the guy just looks like a mass murderer. Are you Space Hitler? Guys, I I started. This has nothing to do with that, but I we talked about Discovery, and I started watching. We started watching Walking Dead again, and I'm at the point where Sneaker Martin Green comes in, and they did not have her cry as much as Discovery had her cry. It's definitely yeah. a them problem. It's definitely a Discovery problem. <laughs> yeah. Like like I've said in prior episodes, they 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 have a Ferrari and and they're yeah. driving it. Right. They're like and they're she, dri- she could cry on command, <laughs> and she's gonna. I still, Every episode will be emotional torture for Sonequa Martin-Green. God. It's become endearing to me now because that's their thing. Every yeah. Trek show has their thing, and I'm glad that this one has got their thing It's just a very emotionally emotional. in-touch ship. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I would. I don't know if I'd say emotionally in-touch. I'd say maybe emo- like a little emotionally out of control sometimes. Yes. So, emotionally in-touch is feeling things. Driven. Yeah, and like knowing how to deal with them. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of people aren't processing healthily in a lot of ways. No, they're bottling it up until a big moment happens and then <laughs> releasing it in the it's like, been bottled up for too long. Yeah. Like when Tyler, when Ash Tyler, this is a spoiler for Discovery, so skip the next 45 seconds if you don't want to hear it. But when Tyler's like, uh, yeah, fuck, I got to admit, I'm a Klingon. It's crazy. I haven't dealt with it yet. And it's so messed up. Crazy. <laughs> I guess... Discovery is really just about bottling their emotions up till yes. they can't handle it anymore. Basically, <sighs> yeah. do they have a therapist on that ship? They, they, exactly. They of all ships that need a counselor, they, they really need a should. goddamn counselor. <laughs> <laughs> That's that should have been the first episode of the of the third season. Again, spoilers. Skip the next thirty seconds. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you. Oh, you. Welcome to the thirty first century. First order of business. We're put. It's standard operating procedure for the last eight hundred years. You have Therapist. to have a counselor. You have to have a counselor. It's so much it's fucked up three. shit happens on a starship. One, They're like, one no. is limited. We have not doing three it. standard. We're not doing yeah. it. Uh-huh. Per hundred, because it's just the only way that the schedule makes sense. Schedule and we're works. looking at the yeah, psychological no, profile it. of everybody on this ship. <laughs> we're we need like maybe ten five counselors. to ten. Yeah. Because everybody <laughs> has their own individual comfort level with certain counselors. We're not gonna yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> how we function on this ship. Yeah, okay. We bottle it up and then we let it out all at once. Yeah, that's, that's the big problem. No, that's, no fine. that's how we get. That's it how we works. get things done. It's literally how you ended up here. Yeah, it's I don't literally. Care. <laughs> and it's how we're gonna end up back in the past. All right, somehow <laughs> we're gonna Damn figure it. it out. <laughs> if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, uh, guys, this is Ronald D. Moore's favorite episode <laughs> of the original series. Is it really? It makes sense. It's, that makes total. It's a sense. great plot point. That makes man. Total well. That's sense. the thing. I think it makes sense from a thematic standpoint. And yeah. Because he, he's like, he specifically cites... This could be a Deep Space Nine episode. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. He cites like, hey, like Kirk is kind of going crazy. He should mm-hmm. tell his staff, but he's not. He's like on a personal vendetta. Right. He There's this, yeah, there's a, 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 a Hitler character who's done horrible <laughs> things, but feels bad about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, okay, this is stuff you do in Deep Space Nine with Cisco and, and Gold Dukat and everything. Yeah. So, you can see Cisco being like, doesn't that actor look like Gold Dukat? No, dude, that's a nah. human. Nah, uh, it's it's like definitely not him. He could have gotten a lot of Cardassian surgery. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
fuck. Maybe this it would is be, Gold Ducat. This would be a great... I mean, Gold Ducat kind of like... I don't want to spoil anything. Does he get... Like, we just spoiled so much. We spoiled discovery. so much. Anyway, we does he just, get yeah. like thrown into a pit of fire, right? He dies. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was yeah. like... Because a part of me was like, is he still alive? Because if they did like a... If they did... A, like a uh, a reunion of DS9. They should open with this episode. Guys, Cisco. Well, Cisco's technically a prophet now, or whatever. So yeah, like, he's also not around technically. He's, he's sitting in like uh, heaven Shakespeare or whatever. All of Deep Space Nine for anyone watching. You've had bad. twenty plus years to watch. There, it. We definitely had a watch someone who watched our show on Twitch pretty regularly. Oh, you're right. That's a couple true. times that was so just sorry. watching their way through DS9. So I just really didn't sorry. want to like. <laughs> I don't think it's look. It's not about the ending. It's about the journey. I get just that. Just forget it. I We're get that. really sorry. I understand I'm really sorry. that. <laughs> I'm sorry that we spilled it. You got to cut a lot out of this episode. I've I've narked on a friend. Um, I've we've spoiled the nine. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not cutting any of that out. Um, <laughs> it's just. It's not that he doesn't know that he should. It's that he kind of doesn't feel like. It. Yeah. It's too much trouble. It's too much work. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. 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 Back to the episode. I just want to say. They have to have a bigger auditorium in that <laughs> spaceship, right? Well, Did you s- th- that was a theater that was a theater of like 12 seats yeah, or something? Dylan, I also have to say like I don't think the whole I think like nobody like nobody on this ship goes to see a play. I feel like it's like senior staff. But they were broadcasting like, it. it throughout the whole that's ship. That's true. That is on, true. On like the TV. I forgot and about stuff. that. They're broadcasting it. Imagine being on a ship of like <laughs> 400 people. It's pretty small, really, if you think about it. Yeah. It's There's very small. once in your five year mission, you're carrying a troop of actors. <laughs> and uh, Kirk's like, yeah, they're going to do a show. They're only going to do one performance in this one week. In this and tiny um, room. we're going to do a lottery. 17 people get tickets. <laughs> right. And, and then the uh, one, that's the one ensign on that ship who has his uh, open mic stand up night at that time. Fuck. Uh, is really pissed <laughs> off that he yeah. got bumped. And everyone's like, hey, Danny, you, um, Danny is a classic uh, stand up comedian douchebag name. Uh, Danny, you <laughs> uh, get nobody. Nobody comes to your, st- it, it is you doing your stand up yeah. to, to nobody. Yeah, but you know, it's broadcast throughout the ship. You know, yeah, like that stage is broadcast it. throughout the ship. So, like, I'm assuming people are watching from home. Right. Like if somebody turns on the monitor and turns it to the to the theater channel, then they're going to be seeing. <laughs> well, it's actually the default channel. It's like That's you know, when you go to channel. a hotel and you turn on the TV, I, and it's oh like God. welcome to Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's Kirk. It's, it's a Kirk 20- being like, we have great things to do here on Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. There's that a it. rec room where you can play hey. music. <laughs> It's just a 24-7 feed of the theater, <laughs> of the stage. So, right. like, you turn it on at midnight, and it's just a stage, the the safety light. Like yeah, whatever's the there. Stage. Yeah. And then you turn it on, and, like, somebody's rehearsing their lines or whatever, and you're like, it's oh, like, watch this for a couple hours. Whatever, I'm on my engineering <laughs> yeah, shift. My There's nobody here You turn it on, somebody, somebody's having, like, a mental breakdown in the theater. <laughs> yeah. It's quite good. Probably. Like they're- a couple's fighting, and then they're like, let's, we can't do this in the hallway. We, let's, let's go into the room. We'll just talk about it in there. And they go in there. This is broadcast throughout the whole. Oh, we've watched other shit. couples fight on this. Shit. We can't go in there. <laughs> you turn it 20- on, and it's like Kirk is in there, and he's just flexing his muscles into the camera. And you're like, 
What is he gonna chew the camera? What is he doing? He's like way close up too. He's like way. He's like, yeah, oh yeah. You have everybody see this? But it's and at like three a.m. It's like morning, really late at night. Next morning, he walks in on onto the bridge. He's like, you guys catch that? Uh, you guys catch the theater last night? No, no, he, stuff. he's like wearing a stuff. mask. It's not. He's like wearing a bag over his head yeah. and like flexing. And he's then like, like he comes on. <laughs> Onto the the front deck or whatever, and the bridge is like, you guys, you guys see that guy with those big muscles? You see that red shirt with the big muscles? <laughs> nice big muscles on it's that huge guy. Muscles. Nice smooth <laughs> chest. Sweaty. I wish he didn't have a bag over his head. I wish I could have seen who he was. Yeah, I bet, I bet he's so cool. very handsome, classically <laughs> handsome. What do you guys think? You guys agree? Probably. Spock's like, sir, um, can we do anything <laughs> else? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Spock turns to Hora and is like, it's obviously him, right? Like, it's, obviously, we all know it's, it's like him. it's totally him. And then like an ensign walks in casually and is like, Y'all see Kirk flexing his muscles last night? <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns around and is like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, Oh fuck, you're, um, you're oh. double demoted. <laughs> Speaking of double, did you guys notice that Kirk called for a double red alert? No, I did not, but that is amazing. <laughs> Is there the, such a thing as a phaser, double red alert? Yeah, when the phaser is set to auto-destruct in his quarters, <laughs> he goes, <laughs> double red alert. It's the only time ever in all of Star Trek that anybody has ever called for a double red alert. I'm, I love th- I'm almost 100% positive that that line was written as red alert. Yeah, and he just William said Shatner it. just said double red alert. It's like, look, there's a there's a phaser in my quarters. I'm not gonna call a regular red alert. Double red alert. This is a double red alert the situation, Gene. Of this ship is gonna die. This is a double <laughs> red alert. Everyone on the bridge is the guy who presses the red alert. I'm assuming it's the computer, but for this yeah. bit, there's a dude who presses the red alerts. Oh, there and is like is. Yeah. Ah. He presses one and then looks around and is like, is there another? Is there a double? Yeah, do I hold it or double press it? Is there a double red alert? Imagine the guy presses it once and then presses it again and it turns off. They're like, no, you have to turn it on. Yeah, but you said double red alert. That's just a him thing. That's a him thing. That's just just Kurt. Just 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 freak out. Just 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 turn the lights a little redder. You can adjust the hue. Just make them a little bit redder. I'm not on the hue. I'm not on the network. (laughs) I'm an ensign. Yeah, they never never put me on. They never put me on. It's like trust, and there's a guy in the background. Like trust me, you don't want to be you on it. You don't want it. You really don't. <laughs> I got my therapy you, session. You asked now, for it because you so. think it's going to be cool, but it's not. Anyway, I got to hit my therapy session. I got a lot to talk about this oh, week. Who's your therapist, McCoy? <laughs> McCoy. <laughs> so there's a guy. Let's just call him Michael, and he's. A higher level, it's Kirk, isn't it? Yeah, at most people who come through here, it's, it's Michael. Kirk. What happened? He's my best friend. I can't help yeah. you. No, I imagine McCoy's like, what happened? He's like, I was in the room. He made me sit in the corner and watch him make out with somebody. Then he winked at me. And then McCoy's like, yeah, but was she hot? Oh, and you're like, no. yeah, he's like, oh, dude. <laughs> Because like, cool, that's McCoy. Cool. Like it yeah. is McCoy. He even did it in this episode. In this episode, yeah. he it's calls fucking like weird. a specimen, pretty or little creature, or whatever. Because Spock's like, like oh, Spock's like, hey, this is fucking weird. Like everything, he's doing a lot of weird <laughs> shit, and he's like, yeah, but you see that lady? She's pretty hot. 
pretty hot lady. <laughs> Spock's like, I'm surrounded by assholes. I can't. I'm surrounded by and then, assholes. And then McCoy goes like, oh, I get that your biology doesn't make it so that you have to like do that kind of thing. And you're like, no. Spock's like, no. no. I'm just a decent person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do my job here. Stop being fucking weird, dude. <laughs> God. There is a point in the episode that I do appreciate where Spock is trying to talk to Kirk. He's like, look, we got it. Like, Kirk, if there's something happening, just tell us. We're your bros. We can take care of it. <laughs> and Kirk's like, fuck you, Spock. And of course, like, whoa. 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 Let's cool it a little bit, Kirk. Okay. Spock here is just trying to. What is going on? He's just trying to help you out, man. You know how many people I saw this guy kill? Wait, what? Wait, I really what? do feel like I really do feel like this is partially some PTSD on oh, Kirk's totally. part. Yeah. I mean, it, did we ever find out what Kirk was doing there? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it also it happens like 20 years earlier, right? So it's not explicitly stated how old Kirk is in this right, episode, right. but he is the youngest captain in Starfleet. He got command of the Enterprise when he's like 30 or 31. So wow. like at most, he's like 11 or yeah. he was 11 or 12. What? So he just was on. I don't think he's they really thought. Kid. I don't really think they thought about it. They just knew that they had to have Kirk be one of the people that saw him. So yeah. he was hanging out with that other guy who was right. noticeably Riley. older right. than him. Which means Riley oh, looked wait. like he was 20. Four, like Riley. Yeah, must so have been Riley like was four. Four when that happened, <laughs> and like and, uh, there's no way he 50. remembers a face. Like, <laughs> yeah, four year old. Like, <gasps> that's him. <gasps> that's that's him. the guy who killed my parents. Definitely him. And, this, and here's this, the thing: is, I really wanted this to turn into a Batman situation where Riley turned into the Batman of Enterprise. Yeah, <laughs> of but Enterprise. That's not what happened, right? What no, he gets to stand down order, like. Yeah, whenever really... Enterprise like whenever Enterprise like lands on a on a planet, like he turns into the Batman and goes and like does some vigilante justice on a planet. He's Mariner. Really... He basically does the Mariner thing. Right, and he does right. the right thing. Yeah, they ratchet up that tension where Riley's like, "I'm gonna shoot him," and he's behind the he's behind the <clears throat> the curtain or whatever backstage. Yeah. Yeah. Where Very the whole cool setup. Can see it. The whole awesome. Can see what's going. The on. whole episode should have taken place <laughs> backstage. Like, Is that right. Riley back there? Shh. And he's audibly saying, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Did he say he's going to kill, kill him? him. It's post postmodern. It's part it's of the postmodern. Post I'm going to, you oh, killed okay. my parents. Okay, I'm going to so kill him. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, like they took Shakespeare, but they remixed it. Right. They added yeah. some stuff. They I didn't realize Kirk was an stuff. actor. Yeah, he wanted to be in it. It's definitely part of the play. Real bad. But yeah. then Kirk shows up and is like, hey, Riley, don't do that. And he's like, no. Okay. And he's like, hey, stop. And he's like, all right. Fair and then enough. he just leaves and like yeah. he like does nothing happens at all. Or he He's gets very... super court martialed probably. Like his career is ruined. Did anyone yeah, else that's true. But did anyone else notice the moment in there in his quarters when Kirk comes into his quarters and says, You're probably not gonna leave here alive tonight. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up threatens the guy. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, you can do your play. You can do your play one last time, Hitler. But after that, <laughs> we're killing you. <laughs> we're shooting you at the airlock. Shooting you out there. Which, it's okay, like, again, <laughs> did they have little trash dumps that just go outside the ship yeah. in the Enterprise? Like, these, the things he threw the phaser into was, like, 
First of all, a little trash dump that only fit the phaser. <laughs> that thing wouldn't have fit any other type of trash. There's a little sign above it that says, no phasers. No phasers. <laughs> It's like it's like a perfect size for a phaser though. I like can't if it literally start, you know, if my phaser almost. starts overloading, what I should do with it? Just sure, throw in one of those things. Like, oh, you're not supposed to. Because <laughs> well, you, know, you know what happens is you're in your quarters and you have a trash can and you throw yeah. away banana peel. You're like, I gotta take the trash out, or else yeah. the trash bag's not gonna fit in the little tiny trash thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining people trying to fit their trash in the tiny <laughs> trash thing. <laughs> and I imagine Kirk comes outside and somebody's trying to shove their trash down that and he's got the little phaser. He's like, excuse me, I gotta I need you to pull that out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Uh this double red alert. Listen, listen. I'm sorry. Double it's red stuck. alert. I'm trying to get the trash down there. It's stuck. You have to go to the I'm other sorry. one. The, the other one's a deck away. It's like, you, I'm, I don't I'm know sorry. what to tell you, buddy. I'm, I'm pushing it in. Why do you have 30 pizza boxes? I can't fit any of them in. The trash holes are so small. I don't even know why they right, replicate pizza have to boxes. come to 30. When I get off my shift, I don't want to make any food. And so I, ha- I just get pizzas. It's and easy. they come in a box. They don't come out. Just well, They you, just you, come in a pizza box. You can replicate it without the box. Like, yeah, but, but I it, like it. It feels like I got it delivered. I'm not going you know? to walk back to my quarters with a pizza in my hand. The hot pizza. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Kirk's like, we'll finish this in a second. <laughs> Runs out of the way. And, and just like in a building where if you're like on a high floor and you throw the trash <laughs> down to shoot, you're like, that's somebody else's problem of how that. loud it's going to be. <laughs> right. And there's like a guy on deck 20. And it's like, <laughs> like right next to his course. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I got to go to work in 10 minutes. <laughs> the trash chutes are small for a reason. <laughs> so I don't get, I, how did they fit this in here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, there's nothing on the phaser that you can do huh to, to no, stop it from he overloading it. remember he was like beep 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 that's not gonna work nah it's fucking sabotaged I don't know what to tell you <sighs> when they're flipping their shit in Kirk's quarters trying to find the phaser <laughs> that's one of those moments where I can tell like as a, it's kind of fun being an actor because right. the director is just like beep. just like you're looking for the phaser beep, beep, just beep. you're looking for it <laughs> He's just throwing shit out of the walls. <laughs> Spock goes through the drawers meticulously, but still, th- like, Leonard Nimoy Tossing chucks. things, yeah. yeah. They put it, just he, pummeling she books. He puts the phaser inside the light. In the red alert light. Inside the red alert light. She doesn't know what it is. I she know. doesn't. She's I an know. actor. She doesn't work on a starship. Does she have access to the entire ship for some reason? Yes. yes. Because Kirk gave it to her. He's like, look, Definitely. I'm going to give you this pass card. Okay. <laughs> Hey, and could you uh, could you grab me something from the replicator? But it's it has a special passcode. Not everybody can replicate this. Here's the passcode. Here's the passcode. <laughs> and um, don't try to use that on any other system on the ship. Uh, <laughs> wink. And then he looks at the other guy and goes, <laughs> and winks. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. who are you winking at? Oh, nobody. Don't worry no, about it. My reflection. No, my reflection. Absol- <laughs> yeah. And then Absolutely he looks in the mirror nobody. and winks at his own reflection. He winks three times. Um, real quick, uh, guest stars. We got Arnold Moss <laughs> as Caridian. We got Barbara Anderson as Lenore. William Sargent as Layton. And Bruce Hyde as Riley. Congratulations. Big shout out to Bruce Hyde. He really killed it as Does anybody, nervous Was guy anybody else getting, bored to death? Was anybody else getting some serious O'Brien vibes from Riley? 
Yeah. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. O'Brien, if he was in that situation, would be doing the exact same thing. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, it's so, so fucking bored in here. <laughs> it's like being in the transporter room alone all day. Right. You know hey. that they would just shut him off, too. Like, when he calls, he's like, guys, it's so boring. And they're just like, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Sorry, can't talk right now. <laughs> Wait, no. I imagine- Her play her guitar. She's not here, buddy. She's- yeah, I imagine O'Brien, when he gets bored in the transporter room, starts transporting things from different pads to different pads. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> does. He's like, wait, you, are, hey, 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 hold on. You're, you're, are you throwing that stuff away? No, bring it in here. Bring it in here. Br- bring Watch it in this. Here. Watch this. Check this out. Put it on the pad. <laughs> he trans- right. like, It starts off as a bag of trash, and he's like typing some shit out, and like yeah. it beams separately <laughs> onto every single pad. It's like, that's incredible. You can do that? It's like, I could do all sorts of stuff with a transporter, dude. You talk- Check- you me? All sorts of stuff. I amplified so this hours. transporter. I could put this into the Admiral's uh, office if I wanted to. What? You- yeah. Yeah. The amount of hours that O'Brien's probably spent in the transporter room, not doing anything. You know, somebody's walked in with him transporting like a monkey from the holodeck <laughs> or something. And so you're like, why is there a monkey in here? I don't know, dude. I got nothing I going on. I also, just imagine, I also imagine he like sets it up, presses it and then runs over, hops on the transporter and like gets transported to another transporter room. <laughs> and the person's like, what are you doing? O'Brien? He's like, I'm bored. I'm so, I don't I'm know so what to do. He's, like, he's timed it out. So like he presses the transporter and runs and jumps like right, right as a horse. <laughs> Transports and he gets on the horse. Is like, ah! or he like <laughs> ten times trying so it. So dangerous, he like, guy. He, tra- he like times it out. He like presses it, runs, jumps, transports himself into another transporter room. The person who's stationed there, he goes flying in. He's like, they're attacking us. <laughs> <laughs> you know that there's another. And there's like two. There's multiple transporter rooms, right? There's like three or something. Yeah, at least they're transporting. So things when back and forth when they're on shifts, they're oh, definitely yeah. transporting things and like people. Like they'll like, be like, "All right, ready? One, two, three. And he presses it. He runs, transports himself, and then right as he gets there, they're like, "Okay," and presses it and transports him to the next right. one. Yeah. And they're like, does, "Yeah, we did it. We triple it. And then back to his own station. <laughs> <laughs> one t- one day there's like a horrible like they kind of mess it up. it up two people get transported into each other yeah. and just fucking got die. A two they situation. just die <laughs> and Riker's gotta write a thing he's like oh, okay and that's when they took O'Brien and made him chief engineer because yeah. they're like you can't be you, you can't, can't keep doing this I'm sorry like technically it's not your fault but we know you started it we know that this we know was you your started idea. it and we can't, we you don't, can't. we're a nice guy. You can't you're be a good guy. Anymore, though. You, you killed can't. two people, O'Brien. <laughs> well, they killed you, each other. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no yeah, but you were but the ones at the control. You you convinced it. them to try to zap back and forth at the same you know time onto the train. Do you know how boring it is? We found this little space station. It's in front of a planet called Bidger or something. Kardashians just dumped it. We're just, we're transferring you there. I said, what about Keiko? You're not going to do that again. You're not using the what about Keiko excuse. And he has to go to Keiko and be like, this is something I really want to (laughs) do. I think it's going to be good for us. Really? This is something you want to do? Uh-huh. Yep. We're going from the flagship. And then he walks out of the room. He's like, Starfleet. He's like sweating. <laughs> sweating so Definitely much. not because I transported two people into each other and then they died. That's that, not what happened. That was not me. That was those two people. 
they put themselves. in the coordinates which themselves. Is, which I told him not to do canon. it. Why he works so hard on Deep Space Nine? Oh, is yeah. He works himself so much to the bone because he has so much guilt for what he yeah. has done. <laughs> and he technically exactly. he wasn't the one who did it, but he right. was holding the the hollow camera or whatever <laughs> right. the doctor right. has, and he's got like a video of it. And he sees it on repeat. This is the beginning of O'Brien must must suffer. Is this moment. <laughs> And he and everything terrible that happens to him after this is just karmic retribution for Absolutely. this horrible accident. <laughs> it's, it's like it's gonna be cool. It's called Jackass Starfleet. <laughs> Starfleet. Hi, my name's uh, Jimmy Terrace, and this is Jackass Starfleet. Starfleet. <laughs> Jumps into the transporter, and out comes a horse. Like, what the fuck am I watching? This is nuts. <laughs> Rikers he like, sends you a couple seen things. this shit? Have you <laughs> seen so Jackass fun. Enterprise? This is awesome. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. And then he watches some two people kill each other. They're like, oh, fuck. Now I got to oh, put this. I oh, fuck. Write a thing. <laughs> one, first off, it completely fucks up my schedule. It's completely <laughs> fucks it up. Nobody uh, wanted the O'Brien shift. That's shift. why O'Brien had the O'Brien <laughs> shift. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <clears throat> Let's rate this thing. <laughs> should we rate it? Yeah, let's. Uh, we have should, we been we into the archives? the archives yet? Oh fuck, we have. Should we archive? Uh, let's archive maybe do and rate a little, it. Yeah, and then rate it. <laughs> Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, there's one tray for you, Pert, and one tray oh. for you, Tom. Thank okay. you. And one tray for me. Is this? Do the colors correspond with flavors? I'm excited oh, to uh, have yeah. you, like what you used yes. to make as a kid. But this is yeah, this is Vulcan comfort food. Yeah. What does it taste? Uh, and I've like? been getting everybody on the ship into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been taking uh, over dinner. Every yeah. night and like giving us Vulcan comfort food every Chef night. Kevin oh. is not very happy. He has not been able to serve many meals because you've really been going to town. Right. <clears throat> uh, well, I I just wanted to do it for a little bit. And uh, to answer your question, as uh, Perk can probably attest, no, there's no, no flavor association at all. These are just cubes of dense packed soy uh, that are dipped in uh, Vulcan food coloring and a, um, but what really makes it though is when you chug it back with some chocolate milk. If you just drink that chocolate milk that I brought you, stick like a tall glass of chocolate milk. Look, look back, I'm not. I'm not gonna chug a a tall glass. I'm not gonna take this really tall Disgusting. glass that you gave us of chocolate milk. <laughs> this is a taller than normal glass. Gulp. I'm not gonna do that. Did oh, you have I to, to I, specify yes. to the replicator <laughs> to make this taller than usual? I had to modify. You know how Kirk modified the Kobayashi Maru program so he could beat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to modify the replicator subroutine so I could replicate a glass that was right. that tall. Because nobody that the, they they actually programmed it into the computer that you couldn't have a glass this tall of milk. Yeah, because right. it it wouldn't basic, fit out of the thing. You have to tilt it and spill some I, of the milk and it's to like get a, it out. And it's like a gallon of milk. It's, have you ever seen somebody try to chug a gallon of milk? It's a challenge that they used to do. They used to do that challenge back in the day. 
Admittedly, yeah. this is probably too much milk for a human, but Vulcans can drink three times as much milk as a human. Right. So. How many stomachs do you um <laughs> do you do you you people have? Well, we have one stomach, but it's it's three times as effective at dealing, and it has three times as much um, lactose breaking down enzymes. So, per- gotcha. are you hand sewing a garment? Hmm? Are you hand sewing a garment? Like you have yeah, a thimble I've- on your thumb and everything. Yeah, I've been doing this for the past thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm. I got hired to costume all of the uh, the players that are on on board or were on board, I guess. Uh, but I just got so attached to this garment that I kind of just wanted to finish it. It was so good. Right. I was gonna ask if you had like, because you said you got hired. I was gonna ask if you knew that like they're not doing their place anymore. Yeah, they got recalled to Arcturus. Oh yes, I'm I'm aware. I've just now that um now that I've gotten really into sewing, I just have yeah. started really gotcha. getting more into it. I, initially, I was really pissed uh, because they hired me mm-hmm. and they gave me a lot of creative freedom because they saw some of my sweaters that I had made, and they really just right. let me go nuts for all their plays. And then they hired me, and I was going to start traveling with them. Yeah, um, and then you know. Mm-hmm. Kirk kind of fucked the whole thing up, and uh, they had to leave. The guy was a like a mass murderer. He was he he killed four thousand people. I mean, sometimes you got to separate the art from the artist. You know, he really was an incredible actor, and he wore the garments incredibly beautifully. He was a great uh, model. This definitely isn't a separate the art from the artist situation. This guy. I'm not. I'm not saying what he did wasn't bad. It was bad. But the, the thing for me is like if he had been an actor before he committed the genocide, the eugenics massacre, I could appreciate the plays right. that he did before. But he only started acting until the whole governor career didn't really work out for him. You know, no. that was like his backup. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he was he was basically just like a dictator for a while. And then he's like, you know what? I like, like a lot of humans, he went to Arcturus to start over, mm. and caught on as an actor. That I mean, look, the garments look great, Pert. I think that's the most important thing. And uh, I will raise a glass of chocolate milk oh, to God. your sewing skills. Do we have to do yeah. that? All right, cheers. It's it's disrespectful if you don't drink it after yeah, you okay. raise it. But like, I, just, I can just I'm have not. a sip, though, right? I mean. Do you want me to gulp it? Is you, it? You should gulp it. It should be a. You should feel a, a weight in your throat. Okay. All right. That's good. Oh my gosh! I just realized I forgot to pipe. Windex some flavoring in there. No, that's the poison. No, no, don't you don't do that. That's that poison. Remember, he, he sprayed the poison. We found out he sprayed the poison to the Windex bottle thingy. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this is a, just my own. This is a normal part of the chocolate milk that we serve on Vulcan. <laughs> It's just the person had put poison in that, but this is just you just you just Windex some some of this Vulcan. It's like a cinnamon. It's what humans call cinnamon. It tastes like cinnamon. Wait, is that like a horchata spray? Try it out. Just try it. Just have a gulp. Just have a normal gulp. Just spray some in my mouth. Do another gulp. Okay, open up your mouth. I gotta be on shift in engineering tonight. I can't have another gulp. Oh, hey, you finally got good. that engineering shift you wanted, Tom. I should have had it last week. Well, I should have I had mean, it last week. And then they put what's his name there, and they took me off. Riley. Of it. 
They put Riley yeah. there and they took me off of it. And they put me on a, 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 a what most people would say a better shift. Well, yeah, objectively, it is a better shift. Yeah, like, but it's it, it's not the yeah that engineering graveyard shift. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's the only shift that you can have on this ship where you're by yourself. Yeah, for actually, more. It's actually yeah than like an hour. It's it doesn't even lonely. make any sense actually because engineering is a really important part of the ship. Right. I've sent mm-hmm. several letters to Commander Spock and Except Captain Kirk about it. Nothing ever goes wrong during that shift. I did it once, and it was mm-hmm. the best. You guys ever do sensory deprivation where you like float mm, in like yeah. saline mm-hmm. water and you yeah, just Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I just eat a lot of these tofu cubes and right. that just basically is if, sensory deprivation. If you, Does it- if you turn the lights off in there and you just mm-hmm. lay down on the floor, the right. warp core in engineering keeps the, the room like a very temperate temperature that's about the same temperature as your skin. Not for you, Lopec. But right. uh, so you kind of feel like you're floating in, in nothingness and then the warp core makes that humming noise and it just starts to slowly put you in like you know and then you well, just you be working do you have a you're job not supposed to, do to down be there? like sleeping yeah have you guys ever worked this shift well no, well, no. there's so literally the worst ship do. on this sh- well you, exactly there's literally nothing to do during that but you, shift you like, still have to be awake yeah or else you might get murdered I'm or still attempted murdered you know I, again i want to also throw that one out there is if they would have given me that shift Riley wouldn't have been attempted murdered. Like, it would have been me, well, and I don't drink glasses of milk like that, so I wouldn't have died. You realize that... Well, for one whoever, thing, you're definitely going to be drinking this chocolate. I can tell that you're going to be drinking this all the time now. I, I almost threw up what I had. I would not also, that milk. Because it didn't have the Windex stuff in it. It has nothing to do with the room. That It's not like there was a guy who was like... Man, this is the spot where I just want to murder somebody well, in yeah, this he's room. A, he's a serial. He's a mass murderer, and so that was his well, plan. Was like, I'm gonna slowly Tom, murder people via the rooms, and so he. Did you not was, read the, for one thing, the news? Yeah, computer, read the mission report uh, of the last 24 hours regarding the deaths of, you know, the actor Corindian and all that. Lenore Caridian was found culpable for the murder of several witnesses to the massacre on Tarsus IV. Victims include Dr. Thomas Layton, a friend of Captain Kirk, James T. It has been determined that Lenore was also responsible for the attempt on the life of Lieutenant Riley Kevin. Oh, okay, so, so it was, see, about, it was uh, Lenore. Yeah, so Lenore it wasn't, wasn't about the murder. Sh- sh- let, let the computer finish. The quarters of no, but this Enterprise stuff doesn't matter. Captain we know. Yeah, yeah, but we let be respectful. The Lenore computer's helping us out. Father, but this is going to be a long report. It's going to go much faster than you realize if you just let it. Lenore's father, Anton Caridian, now confirmed to be Kodos, Former governor of Tarsus IV, known as Kodos the it's Executioner, responsible yes, for death of 50% of, of the population of Tarsus IV. Nobody listens to the whole report. You could learn so much. You could learn so much, Tom, if you just gave it an opportunity. If you just gave the computer a chance. Okay, thank you, computer. Thank you. The computer could have cut it off. You could have cut it off because no one ever gives the I'm going to go get some more chocolate milk for everybody. I don't want any more of this chocolate milk. I need to... And these cubes are making my... I can't really hear very well. I've eaten too many of these cubes. I, actually I feel like, like my cubes. sensors are starting the, to get deprivated. <laughs> I think the cubes are actually pretty good. They're like, I'm going yeah, to take some cubes to go. They literally, they have a compound in them that <laughs> numbs all of your senses. So the more you Ooh. eat... Yeah. 
that I I, oh, I wasn't man. joking. That sounds maybe be... a little too addictive. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna take these cubes. I'm gonna go to my shift in engineering. I'm just gonna trip out for a while. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, let's do a quick rating of this classic, the original series. Uh, for me, <laughs> I think it's all the scenes with Shakespeare. That's to me is what the holodeck. That's content. what yes. would have taken place. I think. In what the a holodeck. cool episode this could have been in the holodeck. Oh, you got yeah. you could have Riley walking around with a gun, trying to backstage, mm. trying to kill the guy, right. or in the Shakespearean or the Globe. Imagine they're just like at the and Globe, backstage That's at the, the Globe. Vibe. Yeah. yeah, backstage at the Globe. That would have been so cool. Um, let's 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 just take let's just go down the list. Dialogue. I mean, it's Shakespeare. We always say this. There's always some Shakespeare. Always, Shakespeare, especially at the end when her father has died and she just starts going into like a soliloquy. Yes, just because she's lost her mind. And I love. There's people in the audience. She runs out with the gun, and they're like, "Oh my god, she's got a gun!" <laughs> but you know, there's like one person in there that was like. Yo, this is fucking this good. Is nuts. Her, her dad just died oh. and she's doing Shakespeare. This yeah, is it's awesome. postmodern, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that is how the audience <laughs> treats it. Because, like, yeah. uh, there's that one wide shot after Kodos is dead. Nobody has cleared out. Everybody's no. just like, I'm watching all of this. Yeah. I'm watching every I second. I paid a lot of money for this. <laughs> there's only 17 of these tickets. <laughs> There uh, were empty seats, by the way. I do want to point out that there was like three or four <laughs> empty seats in that well, auditorium. So, somebody left at a point because it's like, I can't focus. Fucking Riley's back there. Just saying, I'm going to shoot him. Shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> Show don't tell, Riley. <laughs> Show don't tell. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a three. I do like her dramatic, like, I would have killed a world to save him. It's just yeah. so she does, she does his monologue. Is that when his monologue? Is what? Yeah, when she's dying, she does his monologue. That's I, very cool. I'll give it a four for memorizing lines. <laughs> Asap yeah, says, uh, "Michael Jackson gif with the popcorn." You oh, know yeah? that <laughs> gif from Thriller. How about you, Dylan? Uh, I'm gonna go with a three. A Thriller Shakespeare. three. Yeah. Uh, romance. Uh, in the holodeck, I just think that there's a, there's a sad element. There's like a, the end of Kirk's courtship of Lenore. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to work out anymore. No, it's, I think it's a, it's a zero for me. Unless you, you, you argue that it's her love for her father. Or her love for the theater. Because her (laughs) father has died. She is very And she now has taken his monologue Monologue. (laughs) and screams it at the top of her lungs in pain. Okay. So the love of her theater and her father, I'm going to give this a 0.5. Okay. Well, I'm upping mine to two. That's how much you convinced me. Holy shit. Split the difference at 0.5. Drasks coming in hot. I'm not splitting difference. I'm just gonna action. I mean, there's a lot of there's a fucking phaser fight. Riley's pointing his gun. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Opening of this, the first scene also has a stabby dagger situation. Oh yeah, there isn't any Kirk punches. No Kirk punch. There's no no Kirk punches. The beginning though is quite good, and I can't help but imagine turning on Star Trek. It's the first season. You're loving it. And you're like, man, more space stuff. And then you sit down and like Shakespeare comes on your TV <laughs> with nobody that you recognize. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> what the yeah. fuck am I watching? 
This is also <laughs> the only episode, by the way, from the first season that uh, did not they didn't bother doing a rerun of because it was the lowest rated, and they were pretty sure it was because there was no quote space, space stuff. stuff. Yeah, that's such a shame because the plot's very good. Good plot. This is classic holodeck boys situation here, where everyone hated it because it didn't have any space stuff. We're like, plot's good. It's a good yeah. plot point. It's good, good plot. plot. Yeah. A lot of good bit information. Snoozer, but good plot. <laughs> um, I'm giving it a four for action. Really? I was gonna give it a three. Same. I was gonna give it a three as well. Well, you know, that's fine. Really? Suspense. Guys, we could have just we could have just given this a perfect score, you know, because it's not going to go on our list. <laughs> I take my job very seriously, Darius. <laughs> I take my job extremely seriously. If Suspense? you think this podcast is a joke after three seasons, I don't want to know you. And then Jan goes, "I'm changing all of my scores to a five. <laughs> <laughs> Suspense. I'm going to give it a three because there's this whole like, how is this going to unravel? Is this a going to be like a seven situation right standoff it's pretty suspenseful yeah um, sounds good to me a lot of passion here dylan yeah three's good <laughs> <laughs> congratulations this episode great you, job you bored us into a score of three <laughs> for suspense camp five for me five, five quinteros camp is a five. And stakes. I mean, uh, is Hitler going to die? It, is yeah, Hitler's daughter going to die? They have their chance to kill Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, I do also, I have to appreciate the pathos of of Hitler realizing, he's like, I don't want to be Hitler anymore. Mm-hmm. And you just spoiled your own life. To hide the fact that I'm Hitler. Right. And that's very sad. That's pretty sad. Like, the there's cycle of good, violence. juicy nuggets in there. Yeah. Right. Him being like, I did, I, I'm a terrible person. I did bad stuff, and I didn't want you to have to deal with it. And now you've become a crazy person and <laughs> murdered a lot of people. <laughs> I guess it's all my fault because I encouraged you to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> the most crazy people on the planet. Oh. Uh, I'm giving it a three. Five. Whoa. Five. Two. Two. Okay. All right. Computer, and please let the computer finish. <laughs> What's your final score? Calculating. 3.19. It's pretty high rating for a snooze. It yeah. is pretty high rating for a snooze. You guys got a little trigger happy over there. Mm, I think well, it's because there's a lot of situ- stuff happening on the holodeck. There's a lot you of stuff also happening. said this one doesn't count, so we can rate it as high as we want. I, did. I really I did took that, that to heart. I know you so, I actually, to be honest, I know this one's a bit of a snooze, but I did actually really like a lot of the, the aspects of it, the things that came up and the, the moral quandaries that had to be addressed. I liked yeah. it a lot. I think that a, a modern writer or somebody maybe like Ronald D. Moore could take mm-hmm. inspiration from it and make two of the best sci-fi shows ever. Ever. Inspired by it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Folks, well, thank you for thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, what are we doing next week? I don't know. I'm pretending that I don't know so somebody else can read it. We are doing Voyager Season 4, Episode 12. Mortal Coil. Mortal Coil. Some Mortal Neelix Coil. Act. Some Neelix action. This is heavy Neelix uh, 
just existentialism he he yeah he looks death straight in the eyes it's great i love it yeah he gets really sad and of course the yeah the title is another shakespeare reference okay subscribe guys if you if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed i mean like good for you for finding us every week and you know clicking download episode but it's just way easier to subscribe well it's your first time welcome and you're like i like this episode how do i get it more that's how you do it. If you haven't figured that out, then you're probably listening to podcasts for the first time. Yeah. But um, you can also check out our Discord too. We're, we're, we've got a cool little Discord. We're also a part of the Indiesaurus Discord, which is our our podcast network that we're a part of. Ooh, let's hear um, it. And we'll hear a little music signature now. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Nice. Mm, nice, very cool. cool. They have a uh, Discord can al- too. Yeah, they have a Discord also with a lot of really awesome shows that you should all should listen to because they're really fantastic. Cool. Yeah, uh, the computer voice was provided by Verona Blue, and Emmy Ross does the computer voice for the old Enterprise bit that we had in the archives. Uh, the music was provided by Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective. You can get it on Bandcamp. Really slaps. Yeah. They're quite good. And you know, Paramount Plus, you can torture me all you fucking want for sharing an account (laughs) because I'm going to keep doing it because you guys charge way too much fucking money for that. But it's, I'm going to have, got to have it. So torture me all you want, Paramount Plus. Got to have it. You ever hear your name spells pee pee? You're a bunch of little pee pees. Little pee pees. Bunch of little pee pees. Got them. Got Really got them. We're a fan podcast. (laughs) I come CBS, so just leave. Don't bot, don't you can just leave us alone. We're not making any money on this. So PBS, yeah, no money. If you want to give us money, <laughs> computer. <laughs> let's not get crazy. Uh, computer. Well, let's not get and crazy. Program. <laughs> you spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Suite, and for a while I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.